This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome all of you that are watching the Warning Television program, our social media programs, radio. Welcome. I have a very special friend of mine. I mean, a special friend. I love him. His name is Ken Gop. I call him an international comedian evangelist. You're going to know why in a minute. I've known him for over 20 years. Him and I have served on many, many boards for Dr. Ron Cottle. And uh, he's truly a, a, just a wonderful man of God. And uh, I got to really know him and love him. He was with me yesterday. We did some good television, good radio. He's written seven books, starting his eight one. Again, it's my pleasure to have Evangelist Ken Gobb. God bless you, Ken. God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Well, the Lord is good, isn't He? All the time. Every day. Yes. Well, I'm excited to be here, and uh, I thank God for the good things that He's doing and showing us what to do. Amen. This, yesterday, I, I washed my shirt. I hung the wrong shirt in the wrong car, so uh, in another car I have, so I, I left it home. So I went, had this shirt on for two days, three days, and so I washed it. Then I had no dryer, so I dried it with a hair dryer <laughs> last night, and I did that myself. I'm learning how to do stuff myself. You know, I'm learning all that kind of stuff since my wife passed away because I don't know how to do these things. And I am learning all those things. I I put a, I had a chicken salad the other day in, in the fridge, and so I need to heat up the chicken. So I put it in the microwave, and I heated the chicken, and the salad blew up. <laughs> uh, and uh, I tell you, I'm just learning all kinds of new stuff. My daughter was over at my house, and she lifted up the carpet. She said, what is this? I said, well, I swept it under the carpet. <laughs> it was easier than cleaning up. And just me and the dog live there, and the dog don't care. So I did it myself. So I'm learning all those kind of things. <laughs> I don't know how to do housework. I'm telling you, I'm... I told several times I, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I washed my sheets. I had to do it twice because I didn't use soap the first time. And uh, yeah, I had to use soap. They you do, do that. People do that. And so I used soap and got it. And then it shrunk two foot. 
Oops. And uh, I called my daughter, said it shrunk two foot. She said, you got it on sideways. So I had to take, <laughs> take it off and put it on the other way. You know, I, I never did housework. I mean, this is not funny. To me, it's not. It's serious, you know. And then the, I pushed the sheet in, the other side came out. So I went around and I tucked it in, and then this side came out. So I called my daughter and said, do I nail one side down? Do I get the other side in, you know? How do you do this? <laughs> she said, there's no hope for you. <laughs> then, then, I, then, I, then I washed the dishes, and, uh, and my daughter said, what in the world? Did you wash the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? I said, no. Am I supposed to? There was full of food in there. She, she said, you have to wash the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher. I said, then why do we have a dishwasher? You know, I'm learning these things. They're just brand new stuff that I'm learning in the last year. So I'm learning how to do all that kind of stuff, you know. And Anyway, it's crazy, isn't it? But um, God is good, and we learn a lot of stuff. It's like when I was was 17 I, I was going to Bible college in um, Seattle and uh, I called my father in, in who's living in Iowa and uh, I said uh, I'm getting married I'm in love he said no you're not you're only 17 I said I'm in love he said no you're in heat <laughs> and uh, might have been a little that too I don't know but anyway <laughs> I, I just learned things from the very beginning, you know. And finally, I, I went to this church service. I got to tell you this. I may have told some of this, but I went to this church service, and I saw this girl singing in the choir. And I told my mother, I said, you see that blonde in the choir? I'm going to marry her. My mother said, you don't know her. I said, well, I, I'll learn. I, I know how to meet her. And I tried to meet her, and she wouldn't meet me. <laughs> You know, she said, I don't date non-Christian boys. I said, okay, I'm a Christian. But that didn't work. <laughs> and so I finally dated her, you know, I finally got her, and I married her. And we started a ministry and been in ministry ever since. We, uh, I was married 67 years. Amen. Long, that's a long time. And... Uh, God was good. When she closed her eyes on earth, in a split second, she opened them in heaven. Amen. Isn't that exciting? Yes. I, do you ever think about how wonderful it is when Jesus died, was buried, rose again, and conquered death for us? We don't have to die. Yes. We, we close our eyes on earth and open them in heaven. Right. Boy, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Amen. Amen. This morning, I had a wonderful breakfast. Uh, they made me biscuits and gravy, and then we had ice cream for, for dessert. And uh, I wasn't the only one. Uh, Pastor Hanson, he, he eat ice cream, too. He, he wanted to serve me ice cream so he could eat it. <laughs> I, I think that was the main reason. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, but it's just fun being a Christian, isn't it? It really is. I'm learning as we go along, we can witness. Like yesterday, what a thrill to talk to this girl. She didn't want nothing to do 
with a former religion that she'd been connected with. She wanted nothing to do with it. It's a cult. Yeah. It was a cult. And she said, I want nothing to do with it. And we told her about good things, and I joked with her and had fun. And You know, you can have fun with a lot of people. Yeah. It's like that guy I picked up uh, on the airplane one time, and, and he said, you can't ask me anything about chickens. I can't answer. He had five million chickens. <laughs> he did. He was one of the big chicken farmers in Minnesota. I said, which side the chicken has the most feathers? Well, he didn't know. I thought, well, he said he knew everything about chickens. He said, that's not important. I said, I didn't say it was important. I just want to know which side's got the most feathers. He didn't know. I had to tell him. I said, it's the outside. Right. <laughs> that guy will never be the same, I'll tell you. <laughs> I just have fun. I turn everything into soul winning anyway. Everybody knows that. I witness to people. It's like that girl yesterday. She is going to accept Jesus Christ as her Savior through this ministry here. Amen. She is. We talked to her yesterday. Yes. She can't wait to come here. Yes. And you'll meet her and be sure and make her welcome. Yes. She's a wonderful waitress. We had fun with her. I have fun with everybody. It's just fun to have fun, isn't it? And to witness to people and talk to people about Christ and let them know that the Lord is real, that the Lord answers prayer. And I just witness to people and, and have fun with them. I think everybody can witness. You don't have to, have to know the Bible to, to be a witness. You know what God did for you. You share your faith and say, this is what God did for me. You don't have to know the Bible. You say, well, how can I witness if I don't know the Bible? You know what God did for you. Yes. So you just share it. I just talk about it all the time. You know, I, I saw a guy pull up beside me in a car one time. I said, boy, what a beautiful convertible. He said, great, thank you. He went to the next light. I started witnessing to him. <laughs> yeah, why not? Lead him to Christ as we go along. Yeah. We got the next light. I talked to him again about the Lord, and I was just ready to, to, to go on, and he had to turn. He turned and left, and so I couldn't witness anymore. I needed two more lights <laughs> to, to lead him to Christ. <laughs> oh, one time, I, I got to tell you, one time I was in, um, where was that, Texas. I was with a friend of mine, two friends, and uh, we were riding along, and he said, Car had a sign on the back for sale. So uh, I said, let's call that number. Well, the guy was in the car when I called the number. And he answered his cell phone, and I said, your car for sale? He said, yes, you want to buy it? No, I said, but I want to pray that you'll sell it. Well, he said, I never heard a thing like that. So I started praying that he would sell the car. And then I started witnessing to him, and, and it wasn't long. And I said, you know what? Let's just, I'm going to ask the Lord to come into your life. Let's just pray right now. We're driving down the road, and, and I'm praying for him in the car. And uh, we led him to the Lord while he's driving the car. <laughs> and these other two people with us said, did you want to buy the car? I said, no, I wanted to lead him to Christ. 
But we had to talk about the car first. And we prayed for him, led him to the Lord. There's all kinds of ways. Isn't that true? You just you see, everybody can share their faith with somebody. And I do it all the time. I think it's fun doing it. I think it's exciting. And uh, we do things because that's what the Lord's called us to do. You know, when I went to Bible college, you know, I wasn't a Christian. Uh, it's a long story, but... Uh, I'm told some of it, but not all of it. And and my mom, she would always tell me, God's going to use you to touch millions of people. I said, Mom, I ain't going to be no preacher. They're broke. I'm going to have money. And I'm going to go to Hollywood and be a comedian. I did that. I had that in my goal for 12 years of my life. And uh, But my dad, he was different. He said, if you don't get saved, God's going to kill you. You know, and that worried me a lot. <laughs> and so one day I was on the tractor and lightning hit my watch and, and scared me. It didn't hurt me, but hit my wristwatch, ruined my watch. And uh, I ran to the house. I said, Dad, lightning hit me. He said, I told you God's going to kill you. <laughs> he said, probably by Saturday. <laughs> that, that, that worried me a terrible lot, you know. And so he said, you need to go to Bible school. I said, well, I'm not a Christian. I'm not going to go to Bible school. And my dad, he, he said, you, you need to go. I'm on the board of this big Bible school out in Seattle. We lived in Iowa then. And I said, well, I'm, I don't want to go to Bible school. And I said, I have a car to pay off. He said, well, if somebody pays your car off, would you go? I said, well, I guess. But then the phone rang. We had one of them phones with a line. Other people are on the line. You understand that? What do they call that? Party line. Party line. And I got, hey, Jim, get off the phone. I have to make a call. <laughs> you know, that's what we did. Well, the phone rang, and I answered it. And this guy said to me, if you want to go to Bible school, I'll pay your car off. I hung up the phone. <laughs> I thought he was in cahoots with Dad. And he never talked to dad. But anyway, I went to Bible school. That's how I got started. And so I went out there, and I didn't want to go to Bible school. But since I was there, they wanted me to do chapel. <laughs> On the first Monday of the week, how could I do chapel? I'm not even a Christian. And so I got up, and I said, well, the Antichrist is taking over. I heard about the Antichrist. I said, he's taking over. I said, I may be the Antichrist. I said, somebody has to be it. And so they stopped me. And they took me in the office and said, what in the world are you talking about? And they, I didn't know what I was doing. And I said the wrong thing, you know. I said, well, I didn't know what the hell to say. And they said, you can't talk like that. I said, talk like what? I don't know. See, we do things. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. And uh, finally, uh, they, well, they prayed for me. <laughs> and they said, how did you get into Bible school? I said, well, I had to come because God was going to kill me. <laughs> and I'm trying to live. So anyway, that's how I actually got started. But I finally got saved. Isn't that wonderful? And I was rooming with this Eskimo boy from Alaska. Charlie Green was his name. 
and uh, boy, it was something. And we had this uh, room, and we had a, a cot in the other room that he was sleeping on, and one leg was broke off. We sat on a coffee can. And so uh, I woke up in the night because we heard this preacher say, one will be taken and one will be left. <laughs> so I didn't know who was going. So I, I ran in, when we had this earthquake, I ran in the other room and shook him, and the, the Catholic can fell over, and the cart thing, he fell down on the floor with that bed messed up. And uh, I said, Charlie, I said, Jesus just came. I'm going to pray because I think he's coming back for another load. <laughs> I didn't know how many loads there were, you know. <laughs> and my life was a mess to begin with, you know. But anyway, I gave my own altar call, got saved in my own altar call, and prayed the sinner's prayer. Amen. Got saved. Isn't that wonderful? So the Lord knows how he's doing things, but my life has never been normal. There's just always something different. I don't know what it is. I don't know what normal is. But I gave my heart to Christ, and we started a ministry. We moved to Kentucky and started getting people saved. And, and uh, that was my passion from the very beginning, to get people saved. And I would work on witnessing all the time to people. That was just my passion from way back. And some of you heard me tell about, you know, I've, I led people to Christ that didn't know what I was doing. Like when I was 15, I led this witch to Christ, and, but she didn't accept. Um, I just showed her how to get saved, you know, and I was going to witness to her, but she was a witch. And she was ugly, too. But, I mean, she was mean in her spirit. And uh, so I couldn't believe I would talking to a real witch. Because I came off the farm. I didn't know what a witch was. I never heard about a witch except on Halloween. And so I said, if you're a real witch, why are you riding this airplane? How come you're not riding your broom? <laughs> well, everything was downhill after that. <laughs> The Lord wasn't happy with me, but it's not a normal thing, you know. And I, I used to wonder if, if Jesus ever was talking to God and said, why did we call this boy uh, to be in ministry? You know, nothing he does is normal. I don't know if they ever talked about it. Did you ever think about that? But it don't matter. I, I just do what I feel to do and and win people to Christ and... I've led people to Christ that never believed that they could be one to Christ. But see, somebody witnesses to somebody. Mm -hmm. Billy Graham said that he never led anybody to Christ all by himself. No. Somebody witnessed, or they read a scripture, or they saw something. You know, like Johnny Mays was a nightclub entertainer, and he was in a motel room, and he opened the drawer and he found a Bible and he was mad at God or something and he took the Bible and threw it on the floor and it opened up and he read it for God so loved the world Amen. he read that scripture and Johnny Mays in the motel room gave his life to Christ isn't that wonderful how the Lord uses things so see the Lord can use anything you have to touch somebody's life 
if you let him do it. Yes. Amen? Yes. Just crazy stuff can happen. It's amazing. I Just like yesterday, talking to that lovely waitress, beautiful waitress, want nothing to do with the cult that she was in before. But now she's going to come and through our witnessing yesterday and having fun with her and telling her what a sweet spirit and attitude she had. And she was a good waitress too. Amen. Checked on us, had good sauce on the, on the spaghetti. <laughs> Hell man, it was good stuff. Good stuff. You know, I hope there's spaghetti in heaven like that with that sauce. <laughs> See, I'm, I, we have ice cream in heaven. I found that out. There's ice cream up there because the Bible said he'd give us the desires of my heart. That's my desire, to have ice cream in heaven at the, at the banquet table. The angels say, Ken Gobb's here now. We have to have biscuits and gravy and ice cream on the same meal. <laughs> And we'll call Pastor Hanson over to eat with him because he'll, he'll, he'll want some of that. <laughs> oh, it's great being a Christian, isn't it? Serving God. I've had so many things happen like that that you just can't, you can't put it in a box. It's just wonderful how the Lord opens doors. And I find that many times we have to open doors. See if... If God tells you to run and jump through the wall, do you know he ain't going to do that? But if he did do it, it's your job to run and jump. It's his job to make the hole. Isn't that true? We get what we believe for. How many know that? Some people don't, don't have faith to believe God for, for anything, to trust God for any kind of a thing. But I think faith is a wonderful thing. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? So everything's based on the Word of God. We get what we believe for. If we don't believe for something, we don't get anything. If I take my hand and, and just close my hand and say, I have a $100 bill in my hand. If you come here, I'll give it to you. Now, if you don't see it, faith is what? Believing without proof. If I say, I have a $100 bill in my hand. You come up here, I'll give it to you. Well, you'd, you'd come in a hurry. If I say, I've got a, I've got a, a flag. <laughs> I don't have one, but if I said, I have a flag in my hand, you come up here, I'll give it to you. You'd have to believe that. If you don't believe it, it ain't going to happen. Isn't that true? So you have to believe something you can't see. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of what? Things not seen. So if I take my hand like this and say, I'll tell you what, I have in my hand a, uh, um, a bird. <laughs> I have a dove in my hand. And if you come up here, I'd give it to you. Wouldn't that be cool? And you'd say, well, I don't believe it because I can't see that dove. Well, if you could see it, it's easy to believe it. Faith is believing what you can't see. That's how we get miracles. That's how miracles happen. So if I just take, take my hand, I say, I tell you what, I have in my hand a, I have in my hand a dove. Let me keep my hand closed so you can get away. I have in my hand a dove. If you come up here, I'll give it to you. How many believe I got that? See, it's amazing. If I have a dove in my hand, 
If you come up here, I'll give it to you. Anybody believe that? <laughs> if you believe it, come up here and I'll give you this stuff. I want one of you sitting here right here. Come, if you believe I have this dove in my hand, here comes one. Okay. I'll. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open my hand. And if you see a dove, I want you to nod your head yes. If you don't see a dove, I want you to nod your head no. Okay, do you see a dove? What's she saying? Okay, is there a dove there? That's yours. Show them those. See that dove? See, that's what faith is. I did that one time, and the little girl said, if you try that trick again, I'm ready now. You see, that's the way people are with God. God, if you show me that, I'd believe it. If Jesus rose from the grave and was walking and talking to men, boy, powerful. Some of them believed it and some of them didn't. Isn't that true? Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.